Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. leave that to the Babylonians who the who, Babylonians they're the ones who kind of like really brought astrology to the to the fore in a way how did they figure this out that I can't tell you I don't know how it works but I know that it does work right are you interviewing anyone yeah or uh, not right now but oh not yeah. now I'd love to do it right now yeah that's good I'm an astrologer, so... You are an astrologer? I'm an astrologer. Okay, that's great. Okay, how do we play? Um, do you mind if I record? Is that all right? Please. Thank you. Uh, I'll just take that. I was super excited. Okay, so... Gotta get your first name? My name is Danny. Danny, gotcha. My Last name... First name's fine. Okay. <laughs> so my name is Reed. Nice Hi, to Reed. meet you. Hi, Reed. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so... Okay, good, good, good. So... Five... So you're an astrologer? I'm an astrologer, yes. You picked, is astrology real? Yes. I assume that's a yes. I didn't even read all the other questions. <laughs> I saw that and my eye right, went right to it. Uh, without a doubt, astrology is real. Okay, without a doubt. Um, what is astrology? Well, to me, astrology, I mean, you get a lot of different people saying a lot of different things about it. Obviously, with any kind of pseudoscience, there's so many differing opinions. But astrology, to me, is the study of how the, the stars and the planets affect the daily lives, personalities, the becoming of anything mm. that you're studying. So the stars and the planets, they affect us, our personalities? Uh Yes. You know, I don't really believe much in the daily horoscope unless you look at an individual's birth chart and you take their time of birth, their date of birth, and the city that they're born in. You look at where the planets and the the signs were at the time of, you know, all of that. So it depends on their place, yes. the date, yes. the time. But if we're talking cookbook astrology where you're looking like in a newspaper to see a horoscope, I don't believe in that. <laughs> cookbook astrology. Yeah, that's kind of a term for if you're looking up like oh, what is a Virgo? What is an Aries? And you're looking up the very general sense, but mm -hmm. like, let's say, when's your birthday? May 18th, May 1987. 18th. So you would be a Gemini? No, Taurus. Taurus. You're Taurus. Mm -hmm. Right on the cusp, though. You're, you're approaching that okay. breaking point. So okay. Taurus... So what does that mean about me? Okay, so Taurus is ruled by the planet Venus. So it's like the most romantic sign. It's the most sensual sign. But Taurus is more focused on sensuality um, rather than like beauty and passion with another person. It's more about creating and beatifying their surroundings. Um, most people know Taurus as like the most stubborn sign of the zodiac, but they're forgetting to like implement the fact that Tauruses are builders. They're people who who want to create a beautiful surrounding. They're they're very fixed on what they're building because it's fixed earth. So it's kind of like a, a, a mountain, if you will. They're fixed, they're stubborn, yes. but they're also, they want to create a beautiful surrounding. Yeah, so you'll see a lot of Tauruses, like Adele is a Taurus. She's got a phenomenal voice. They're ruled by the throat and speaking. We're doing okay. an interview right now. It's a very Taurus. So there's like 7.5 billion people on the planet. Sure. Of the subset of people who were born in that time range, what percentage of those people have these qualities about them? Um, I can't give you the facts on that, but... That's why I'm asking you what day is your like, birthday. Yeah. Does astrology predict 100% of those people? Um, 
I can't tell you that either. All I can tell you is from my experience, the people that I've met and the people that I've encountered, people typically follow the qualities of their sign. Typically follow the qualities. Yeah, I mean, I would say without a doubt, like anytime I meet someone or I'm doing a reading for a client, like for me, I'm a Pisces. We're the most emotional sign. We're we're, um, kind of like into the psychic realms or we're into the occult or we are generally interested in astrology and Pisces is the sign of compassion and open-mindedness and um, I guess I want to get back to the question though is astrology real Mm -hmm. so to me what's real about astrology is when you look at the way that the planets fall under someone's birth sign you're really seeing the way that their personality is expressed what do you mean the way planets fall um so like you're born on May 18th, so that would be your sun sign. That's where the sun was in Western astrology. If, you know, Western astrology being like tropical astrology, it's not necessarily following where the constellations are. Where falling. the sun was? You mean where the Earth was in relation well, to the sun? Yes. Okay. So tropically, the sun was in the sign of Taurus mm. at the time of your of your birth. So you're going to exude that. But the moon changes signs every two and a half days. So you can have two people who are born, you know, in the same week that will have very similar planet structures, but the moon is your inner emotional realm, where the sun is your external emotional, like it's your ego, it's what you like to do, it's, you know. The moon is your inner emotional realm. Yes, it's how you reflect on things, it's how you feel internally, so. So we would have to look up the history of where the moon was? Well, if I took your, you know, time of birth, your um, birthday and the city that you were born in, I would have access to like your soul's blueprint. So the that soul's would be, blueprint. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of like, that's what your birth chart is. It's the blueprint of your soul. It's the karma you're coming in with. It's what you're looking to build in this lifetime. The karma you're coming in with? Yes. People's karma differs based on when they're born and where um, they're born? I think that's determined before you're born. I believe in multiple lifetimes. So oh, I oh, think reincarnation? Yeah, yeah. I believe that we, either we choose or we're assigned a lifetime to live in order to learn, okay. you know? Gotcha. So what would you say is the main reason why this is the case? Do you believe Uh, this is the case? Well, if we talk about like the psychologist Carl Jung, he -hmm. talks about the concept of synchronicity. And it's the idea that everything in the universe is tied together. And it's the way that like um, this chance encounter of us happening, it's not predetermined, but it actually fits perfectly. It's like the, the... the concept of symbiosis, you are an interviewer and I am someone who loves the Zodiac and therefore my purpose and your purpose are colliding in a way that's complementary. Hmm. And we might not agree that astrology is real or not, but we are agreeing that we both want to have this interview right now, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, yeah. so in a way, it's like completing the cycle of life in a way. So this situation here is a synchronous situation? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I walked up here, I'm hiking with my friend and you're giving interviews my eye darts directly to is astrology real mm-hmm. you know so um you put out a wide range of topics but but in a way you are sending out a signal and this is what we do as people this is kind of what our astrology does too is our our planets and our stars and everything that we're born in gives off a signal and people are either attracted or repelled by that signal mm. and i mean i was attracted enough to come here and that's it's like the cycle of life you know Mm -hmm. synchronicity in a way this is how astrology works it's signals it's it's the chemistry of your body is somehow linked with your stars or it's very synchronous everything about a person everything about a being is 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 their stars is their biology it's it's in who we are and i think 
people who are quite rational and people who are quite emotional, um, on some level, we're all agreeing about the same things. We're just, <laughs> we're just viewing them through a different lens. Yeah, so synchronous events, these, this is a reason why astrology is real, because some, in some way the, the planets were affected or made it possible that sure. these events would happen? S- well, I don't know if it's them making it possible, but I think, like, why is anyone drawn to anything? You know, what is the inherent need within a person to do anything? And I think astrology mm-hmm. is in line with a person's need. Why are people drawn to things? Yes. Like, let me uh-huh. explain it this yeah, way. Yeah. So, um, me being a 25-year-old gay male, I have mm-hmm. a man who I'm in love with, who is a 53-year-old male. Mm-hmm. And we have, in our astrology chart, everything is in opposition. So, on some level, we are creating this call and response. And everything that I am, he is not, and vice versa. And yet, we are so attracted to each other. And I mean, I I felt that when I met him, but then I also looked into the astrology of it and there was a lot of what they call karmic placements. It's when your soul is like finding a familiar soul that's meant to teach you a very deep lesson in this lifetime. So you met your boyfriend who's much older than you and you felt astrology explained why you felt so strongly yeah, towards him? Yeah, I don't think it's... it's uh, I, I think it explains it. I don't know if it is the reason for us. Well, actually, I guess it would be on some level the reason that we are attracted to each other. It's because um, I, I consider myself to be feminine in many ways, but internally I have this masculinity. And he is very masculine, but inten- and internally he's got this deep femininity. Mm. So it's like... And we have, you know, I've got three planets in Pisces, and the opposing sign to Pisces is Virgo. He's got four planets in Virgo. So this is like this really deep opposition. It's very, opposites can either repel, repel or attract. Mm. So the two of us are, were magnetized to each other. And there's a, a number of other oppositions that we have as well. And to me, it's, it's amazing how magnetic it truly is and how it shows up in the astrology and then there's a number of other very peculiar things in our relationship that show up there as well so what i'm hearing you say is astrology as a model predicts people who are together will most likely be opposites um no i think everybody has a different love map in a way okay but for me i mean i like the opposition i like a challenge you know (laughs) so astrology doesn't predict people will most likely be opposites um what astrology does is it can tell you what the relationship will look like and what the strengths and the challenges of that relationship will be and like i said everybody's love map is different so i think people are looking for something that's familiar in their love map like Mm. they really want to find something that might relate to how they were raised or something that they find attractive does that make sense i think so so you're what's a love map well, how does that relate to astrology? Um, that's kind of like, it's not directly related, but it's, uh, if we talk about like in astrology, you get a sign for each planet. So, you know, the placement of Venus, Mars, and the moon affect like Venus being what you find beautiful and what you find sociable and, and sensual and, you know, what you enjoy. Yeah. Why is that the case? Um, because the planet Venus in synchronicity represents love and beauty and sensuality. Yeah. And how where, does this, how did this connection become about? Um, I would leave that to the Babylonians who, the who, Babylonians, they're the ones who kind of like really brought astrology to the, to the fore in a way. How did they figure this out? That I can't tell you. 
I don't know how it works, but I know that it does work. Mm. And that would that would completely discredit me to anybody uh, who is like coming from a rational point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, you can observe something without knowing how it works to see the truth in it. Yeah. Does anyone believe anything that they think works, but turns out they're mistaken about it being actually true? Um, I'm sure there's people out there. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's the case, but if astrology was like this, is there any way you could tell? Um, you know, I am an astrologer and I'm going to say, uh, I probably have a large confirmation bias. Anything we choose to believe, we find the truth in, but you know, I'm sure I could start saying the sky is red or anyone could start saying the sky is red and they're going to see it somehow. They're going to see the sky as red. I'm sure they'll find a way, you know, but that's confirmation bias. But, Mm -hmm. uh, to me, Mm -hmm. astrology is real. I find the truth in it. I find, um, I find that life blueprint really comes Mm -hmm. through. If someone came up to the table and said the sky is red, would it actually be the case that the sky is red? I mean, I'm not inside their mind or their perception, so the sky is not red to me. Astrology might not be real to you, but that doesn't take away that the subjective reality of that person may or may not be true. Yeah, so he has his own subjective reality. Yes. Does that subjective reality change actual reality? Personally, I think it does. It does? Yeah, I think so. But... Like, uh, there's some Tic Tacs in this box. Sure. Um, it's either even or odd number of Tic Tacs, I'm sure. Sure. If I had a subjective reality that it's even, and you had a subjective reality that it's odd, could we both be correct at the same time? That's quite a brain teaser. I don't know. Could you change the objective reality based on your subjective reality of this? This is a good question. Um... I'm sure there's somebody who could, but I don't think I could. What do you mean by that? Um, well, it, to say, like, it's perception. So if I were to say, like, the number of Tic Tacs in there was determined by how many Tic Tacs were considered a whole Tic Tac. Mm-hmm. So let's say there was a fragment of a Tic Tac in there. Yeah, like and that was considered full a whole, whole Tic Tacs, not fragments. Okay, yeah. then I don't know. I'm going to... I think the answer is no, but I think I'm a bit more open-minded. What do, what do you mean no? Like, could it change depending on who we are, who's looking at it? Or <sighs> perception is everything to me. So, so depending on who walks up here, it could be a different number. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. And that's How could probably, that be the case? That's probably uh, not the answer that most people would agree with, but. Mm-hmm. That's it's in a very abstract way. Yes, obviously we could sit here and pull the tic tacs out and co- count them. Yeah, this is testable. Yes, it is testable. Like if someone came up and said it's odd, we could pour it out and test. Right. And Absolutely. Then they, they could go on. And Another I'm person say could I go recognize on. that. Yeah. But I'm we still... could do this with a thousand people. Sure. If they if it all turned out to be odd every time, would that give us a reasonable way to tell if it's odd? I suppose. Okay. Uh, reasonable, yes, but uh, be all, end all, no. I think there's a million ways to yeah. look at any Yeah, subject. all those people could still be mistaken, but it's seems highly plausible. It's sure, an odd sure. number. Yes. Um, well, also, 
last thing I really want to touch upon is Carl Jung. Um, he did a, a study where he took married couples, and he took 493 or 83, I don't remember the exact number, of married couples, and he tested their astrology charts to see whether or not they were compatible for marriage. Hmm. And um, what they found through the study, and you can find it online, I, I don't have the information on me, but look up Carl Jung marriage mm -hmm. study. You can find um, that through testing the charts of these married people, you can s he found that the people who were conducive to marriage were actually three times more likely to have a beneficial astrology chart that said marriage and three times less likely to have a, a, like a beneficial astrology chart towards marriage. <laughs> And then, like yeah. the the possibility of that happening by chance was like one in four hundred thousand or four million or something like that. Okay. Um, so he did a an experiment where he tested uh, different astrology charts with people, and the people who had compatible charts had a better marriage. Yeah. Okay. So and that, a longer lasting marriage. That seems uh, a longer lasting. That seems testable. Yeah, and um, I would love to replicate this study in modern day. I'm yeah. like, that would... If that failed to replicate somehow, if we did that, did that again with like 10,000 yeah. people, would that change your confidence about astrology? That might change my confidence about astrology. I would like to test that. Oh, so there's something that could change your mind? Yeah, yeah. I'm not opposed to it. I just, I believe there's a million ways to perceive anything, but I would love to test it because I do, I'm under the impression that it's real. So that's a... So, you're not totally confirmation bias. There's a way to disconfirm it sure, in your mind. Sure, sure. I mean, if there was a way to disconfirm it, yeah, I would. I, I'm curious to look into it. Mm -hmm. If you yeah. found some sufficient way to disconfirm it, how would your life change? Um, that's a really good question. You know, mm -hmm. I, my life is centered around the zodiac. I've been studying it since I was 11 years old. I've just been fascinated. I come from a family of people who don't believe in spirituality in that way at all mm -hmm. it's just something that inherently i was drawn to but in my astrology chart i have all these yeah. placements that say i'm a spiritual occultist zodiac interested person yeah if it was disconfirmed what would be like the one thing missing from your life um i'd have to find a new reason to or something new to to, to brain chew on all day something just to yeah yeah to brain chew on yeah because that's what astrology is for me it's all theory I went to film school for film theory, so I like to theorize about things. It's all about the hypothetical, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> gotcha. So there's stuff that could change your mind? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'd be interested in the study. I don't know if it would absolutely change my mind, but it would, it would uh, it'd be really interesting to, it would give me something to think about deeper. Okay, so what, what's your current confidence about it? Um, is astrology real? I'm going to say 100% yes. <laughs> 100. Yeah, I'm at 100. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you, uh, Denny. Yes, it was a pleasure. Was very thank nice. you so much. Yeah. Street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.